0: Hello, welcome to our 3strand podcast. Today we have a married couple with us. So you guys can introduce yourself real quick. Give me your age and how long have you been dating? How long how long was the talking and dating stage? How long have you
1: been married? How old are you? Who are you?
2: I'm Paz. I am 23.
1: Hello. I am Brody and I am 24.
0: So we got Paz 23, Brody 24. How long have you guys dated the talking and dating stage? How long
1: was it? We have we started talking 13 months ago. <laughs> and we're married for two months. <laughs> there you go. Married for two months, talking dated for a year.
0: Today we're going to do a Q&A with them from the singleness to dating to marriage, whole season. So stay tuned. It's going to be awesome. So we're going to dive right in and ask, what did you do while you were single or dating in that kind of stage to mm-hmm. set you up and prepare you for marriage?
2: You want to go first? You got it, babe. Um, I think for me, one of the biggest things that I focused on, especially before I had met Brody, um, was really like figuring out my trauma. Um, before, whenever I was experiencing my trauma, um, I didn't have the language to like say that it was trauma. But now that I understand it a little bit more, just figuring out like, what was filling my cup um, and what I was trying to get out of different like partners and friendships and family members um, so that I could feel full, if that makes sense. Um, Because once I figured that nobody or nothing could fill me up, then I went to God. And then when I finally got my relationship right with God and um, I like to see like our relationship as intense as marriage, because it's like a commitment, my commitment to God and his commitment to me, like fully, once I figured that out, then I felt like, okay, like I might be ready to finally like commit to somebody else here on this earth, if that makes sense. Yeah. So first I figured out, um, why I was feeling so empty, why I was insecure, why I was, um, friends with the wrong people, why I was dating the wrong people. And then when I was, oh, okay, well, I'm far away from God. So let me figure out this whole God situation, and then I was like, "Okay, I'm ready."
0: You had to be the one before you met the one. Oh my goodness! Oh my
2: gosh! Put that no, on a pillow. If I
1: wouldn't date myself, then I'm not ready for dating. <laughs> <There> <laughs> <you> <laughs> get fun of my All right, what you got, Brody? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, just to piggyback on what Paul has said, no, obviously the first thing that needs to come first is your relationship with God. But I always tell people. Um, and kind of where my heart was at before we met was if you're not completely satisfied with who you are and being single for the rest of your life and that not being your identity, but being content in that season, then I don't think you're ready to, um, to be in a relationship, honestly, because if you can't have God fulfill you, then you can't really be the fulfillment for someone else, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Yep. That's good. Two years, two two years, two months of marriage, and look at that, already spin out some wisdom. Two months of marriage, twenty four years of. Well, speaking of two months marriage, here we go. We'll skip down a little bit. (laughs) What has been the biggest thing you've learned? So you've been married, you talked and dated for a year, married for two months. Uh What's been the biggest thing you've learned? Give me like the dating biggest thing you learned during the dating process, and then marriage. I bet you marriage is a whole different ballpark of stuff you learn there.
1: Yeah.
2: you
1: can go. Okay. Uh, I would say for dating, well, I'm sure as you guys know by my wife's name, we are a biracial couple, e- interracial. Interracial couple. Yeah. Um, so that's actually been awesome to just learn about other culture and just dive into something that was completely unknown to me. Um, but I would say the biggest, well, let me see, the biggest advice, for no, biggest, the biggest thing, big you, biggest learned. thing you learned, while you dating. oh, yes, while you're oh, dating. dating. Okay. Yeah. Um, perspective probably is a big thing um perspective and this is something i actually told her a couple weeks ago um just because somebody has a preference doesn't mean that it's wrong Mm -hmm. right
0: elaborate on that what does that mean
1: well it can be as bigger as uh, (laughs) it can be as big or as small as you want it to be so for example Mm -hmm. my wife and i love to clean the kitchen together but we have different methods of loading the dishwasher
0: Mm, old dishwasher that'll old test the
1: now pause is a specific way of doing it and I if you, you guys can't see pause's face right now he's turning red she's getting a little angry she's getting angry about the dishwasher I just throw the dishes in there I rinse them off throw them in there and they get clean um, now that was not how pause was taught to do the dishwasher Okay. But just because that's her preference doesn't mean it's necessarily wrong. I'm not saying, oh, my gosh, you're doing it wrong. Just throw it in there. And she doesn't say the same thing about me sometimes. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I think just growing up in two different cultures, and two different backgrounds. Um, one, I mean, just being from New York and then from South Carolina, Charlotte area, just all that meshing together. And I think the biggest theme is just because – Somebody has a preference doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just another avenue to get to the solution.
0: Okay. Anything you want to add there, Pause. Anything uh, you learned?
2: Uh, well, we were dating um, in this also, like I'm still learning it now, um, it sounds really cheesy, but I think honesty is the best policy. Um, mm, put
0: that on a pillow. I'm
2: literally still, not that I like lie on command, um, okay. but I hide the truth a lot through like actions like, insecurity actions, um, but I learned when we were dating that it's easier to, like, something that we did early on, We like, we ripped off the band-aid, and we were, like, completely honest about, like, everything in mm-hmm. our past from the very beginning, um, and that was something I had never done, so I just had to learn how to be, like, honest with how I was feeling, mm-hmm. like, hey, like, I don't really like when you make that joke, or hey, like, I don't really like when you laugh at something that I'm passionate about, or hey, like, I like flowers. Here, here, here. <laughs> and, Buy me flowers. You know, so, so it's like just being honest, which, which is something that
1: works, guys. <laughs> you know, for you married Nobody, men out there.
2: <laughs> anyway. It works. <laughs> so uh, while we were dating, I learned that like honestly is definitely the best way to go. Mm-hmm. And if like the person is for you, like you like the person will accept whatever truth you're telling them. And then yep. same thing goes for marriage. And like even specifically for marriage, like the little things, like being mm-hmm. honest about the little things. Like like I don't like eating with the fan on. Like even that act of honesty. And you have to also
0: communicate. That yeah. So I like, yeah, well, exactly.
2: Right? So it's like communication and honesty. Yeah. But a lot of the times like women, um, I'll speak on myself. Like instead of being honest and communicating, I'll like have an attitude or like say slick comments like how are you eating like with the fan on? Like <laughs> I'm over here
0: like an elephant, just... <laughs> you know,
2: instead of being like, Hey, I don't like this situation right now. I'm cold." Yeah. If that makes sense. So
1: yeah. I, Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Communication is huge. And it's, I think it's a different level of communication when you're married. Um, um, But that's where almost to the point where I think I try to almost over communicate. Yeah. Like we have like, We'll have code words for things. So what's the
0: point of over-communication?
1: Like, what do you mean?
0: Give me an example of something that is over-communicated.
1: Okay. Like, for example, if we had a bad day at work, oh. right? Mm. Um, our code word is...
0: You don't have to share any details. You don't have to we go have into have details.
1: Um, but we'll just say, hey, we had a rough day at work. I'm not feeling the best. So if I come home and have an attitude, it's not directed at you. This is just how I'm feeling right now. So one, that prepares myself or pause that, hey... They're not upset with me. They just had a bad day at work and this is how they're feeling and this is how you can best help them mm-hmm. or if they want alone time, whatever it is. But when there's communication, there's honesty. And then it's there's almost accountability because mm-hmm. it's like, hey, we said we were going to do this. We said we were going to communicate and you're not communicating and that's hurting me because I'm doing my effort. Mm-hmm. I'm putting my part in. So that's what we ask
2: for each other. Also, like overcommunication looks like um... – Like, when you're having a hard conversation, being like, I, like, even if you have to say every single time you have a conversation, like, I don't mean this in a bad way, this Mm -hmm. is coming from love, like, by the way, like, this is how I'm trying to talk to you, Mm -hmm. just because, like. I feel like I didn't really realize this, like living with a person 24 seven, like you start to realize that they don't think the same way as you do, even mm. though like when you're dating, and you see like beautiful glimpse of like a connection, like, oh, my God, we think the same. Like, you really don't. You're okay. like completely different human. So you have to like, like, just make sure that no matter like. Brody says this all the time. Like, you have to assume, like, the other person doesn't know anything that's going on in your head. So, you have to over communicate, like, your preferences, what you're trying to say, what kind of food you want, what kind of music you're in the mood (laughs) for. Um, How do you like to wash your laundry? Like, all of that just Mm -hmm. has to be very, like, specifically communicated, honestly. So, it's, and here's where the honesty goes in. Like, only because you want, you're, like, nervous for marriage or dating and you want to please this person and do things their way, like, you can't you can't lie about that kind of stuff you can't yeah. be like oh my god i love medium rare steak and then like you get to week seven of your marriage you're like i actually hate it yeah
1: <laughs> <That's> like <laughs> you know what i mean if, if you guys it's, it's really just little things like that because while you're dating it's easy to put up a front yeah with yep. the, even with the communication right with dating you're putting up that front yeah. you to impress them for yeah. the first
0: six months mm-hmm. and it. then down the road like okay i got them attracted to me i caught them yeah. so to speak yes. for the first six months yeah and then the real you starts to come out in the next yeah. six months or a year. You're, now you're married and you're like, oh, crap. I don't, this isn't the person I started dating. Yeah. yeah. So don't put up a front with dating. But here we go. So now it's so a talking, dating for a year, married for two months. Now that with this two months of full marriage experience, what would you go back and either tell any, any single people watching mm-hmm. or tell your single self?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: like, Hey, I've learned this when I was dating or now I'm married. What would you go back and tell your single self?
2: Single, you mean like single dating or single not single, in a relationship? Single, not
0: in a relationship. Single Pringle.
2: What would I tell myself?
1: That there's hope. Don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to be single. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, But I think I would tell young Paws that like don't settle for like mediocrity. Um, I say this a lot at where I work that God is a God of like excellence. So if he is a God of excellence, he made... Like, his creation is excellent. Like, you go to a mountain, it's, like, excellently beautiful. But when he made us, he made us with so much excellence and love that, like, he would never put you in a situation or in a relationship where, like, you wouldn't feel excellent or loved. And I think because I was so focused on filling myself up and like, my empty cup for whatever trauma or whatever reason, um, I settled for a lot of, like, honestly, like, awful things in other people or in, even within friendships, it doesn't even have to be because usually when you're single, single, you rely on your friends, you know. Yeah. Um And so I think just remembering that God is a God of excellence and he had like he legit has like a person for you. And if he doesn't, he has something excellent for you in store. Mm-hmm. But like to never settle for anything less than what like our God is, if that makes mm-hmm. sense.
0: So typically, like in the whole, this is a very Christian stereotype, like the mm-hmm. person who's single First, they have to surrender that singleness, yeah. and then after they surrender that singleness, you know, the next day, boom, they found the one mm-hmm. because they surrendered that singleness. So, speak—that's a huge stereotype. Yeah, but how did that play out with you guys in your singleness? Was it like, hey, I had to surrender this first,
1: and then you know, the next day we met each other? Mm-mm. I, um, I will say, before I met Pause, some of my closest friends told me that, hey, maybe you're, maybe God is just wants you to be single the rest of your life and to do the work that paul writes about in the bible you know not to say that being married is a burden because it's it's completely a blessing but paul for example was single jesus was single (laughs) (laughs) yeah right i'm a very simplistic guy when it comes to the bible (laughs) um um, but in in my single i don't think it's an overnight thing to be honest you know i think some people are geared for marriage and that's the trajectory that God has them on others singleness and I know it's so easy because I even before I got married before we were dating or engaged it's so easy for me to sit here as a married man and say yeah just it's okay to be single and then you'll get married yeah right because that's honestly that's not the reality for some. only married people will say
2: singleness
0: is a blessing yeah Yeah. ask a single person if singleness is a blessing (laughs) yeah go for it
2: um this might also sound like a little cliche, but like the minute that I stopped thinking about it is when I finally yeah. understood. Like I didn't even understand that I was ready. It just happened yep. because yeah. I think like when I was, to be honest, like I wasn't really ever like single, single, like the people that we're talking about here. Um, totally I would,
0: Just lonely, single people. Yeah. With no friends.
2: Like, <laughs> but um, me, whenever it's okay, John. <laughs> no, but um, for me, like, I think I was putting so much like emphasis on, oh, when am I going to get married? Oh, like my perfect guy. Like, oh, this yeah. and this and this and that. Yeah. And then I think God, I don't think it was me because sometimes we're like, OK, well, I have to just stop thinking about it. I think God knew exact. I mean, obviously, he put me in places where and in situations where I would not think about it anymore if that makes sense so mm-hmm. like when i was entering a season where i like looking back now that was when god was like okay you're ready i was starting a new job i was being more active in church i was being more active with my family so like my brain wasn't there my brain wasn't like, yeah. the things that god wanted me to do for his kingdom and then that's when it met like naturally happen so I think God will take you through those moments where you do think about like marriage and dating a lot and you do think about the perfect person and then he will put you in a season where he's like okay now you're going to focus on your passion projects and your youth camps and you're this and you're that and then like when you least think about it like I will
1: just sprinkle it add, in
2: add a little bit of-
1: I think a good thing too if if you really truly do want to get married is is evaluate why you want to get married um and I know for guys and girls, it's completely different, right? Um, for example, like girls want to feel an emotional connection, men want to feel a physical connection most of the time. So if that's the reason we're getting married, and it's not because God is joining us mm. together. Your marriage is just is just going to fail that's true. because one, there won't be any communication. And two, because of that, there's no communication, nobody will feel fulfilled in that marriage. Mm-hmm.
0: How did you know that he or she was the one? Like, you got through that, you know, you were busy, pause, your brain couldn't even think about the relationship, and God just sprinkled it in. Brody, you surrendered it, da 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 da. -da, Then you guys met each other. How did you know, hey, pause is my girl, Brody's my husband?
2: Literal peace. Like, Mm -hmm. no joke. Like, it's, you can't even explain it um
0: peace in what way like i'm not anxious about the relationship and yeah, it's
2: like in every way that you could think of like there were no insecurities there was mm-hmm. no anxiety there was no like oh let me pretend to be this person or oh like let me not laugh at this joke because it's like you might think it's in, like it was just okay so you know when you go out when you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing and like you know you're not supposed to be doing it you have like that hunch yeah Like hmm Like I shouldn't be here, like or maybe I shouldn't go down this dark alley by myself. Like you have this feeling, like your instinct, right? Um, I had that feeling for every single that you shouldn't be in the relationship with. Let me finish. (laughs) I had that feeling for every single relationship, like dating relationship that I was in prior to Brody. Okay, like it was a very like, like you would say it's your gut, your instinct but like for me like i always say like it's god like mm-hmm. it was always like a hey like you should not be in this relationship and i would ignore it for what my my personal reasons yeah. um and it would always end and badly but like when i met him when i met Brody and we started dating or like even just talking it was like an instant like like yes yeah like proceed you know yeah, okay. like this is good and you you feel it and like when i was thinking when i when i was just thinking about this question like you can only have that, and then you go like back and you figure out like the steps. You can only have that when you like know God's like feeling. Mm-hmm. So you can only know God's feeling when you spend time with Him, and you can only spend time with Him when you like give up your life and you forget about like all this other extra worldly stuff. So like it was literally His His peace, and I was like, this feels different. Like, why does this feel different? Why do I not feel scared or anxious or or worried or all this stuff? Um, and it was because of God's peace and through every single thing, even like when we would have a hiccup, it was always like, it's okay. Like everything was fine. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know.
0: So how do you, cause I could say, I could look back on all my failed friend zones and stuff like that and claim, Oh, it was still peaceful. I still ended up friend zone. I'm sure a lot of people out there is like, Hey, I tried this dating, dating this person and the process was peaceful. So how can you navigate, Hey, this was legit, you know, a peace from God versus, Oh, I just wasn't stressed out about it.
1: So my biggest thing was when I had to have a tough conversation with pause, I never, even though I, well, I wasn't necessarily fearing it, um, I knew that it would be met with love and acceptance, whether That's it was cute. something I had to say or how I was feeling in that moment. There was never a time where I was going to be like, oh man, she's going to, she's going to break up with me. Or I maybe was thinking that, but deep down mm-hmm. I knew like that wasn't going to happen.
2: That's all beautiful. I'm, I was thinking, like, while you were speaking, I just kept thinking about your question. Like, what if mm-hmm. you even feel peace? Well, um, Just to
0: recap. So the question. So pause was like, hey. Well,
2: we I both knew, said. Yeah.
0: They both said, yeah. hey, this was my person because it was just super peaceful about it. You know, got a peace. Like, the relationship was peaceful, nothing stressed stress about. Yeah. What if I can have that same peace or claim to have that peace mm-hmm. while I'm dating this person and that I'm not stressed. You know, it's cool. There's peace. How do I navigate those two?
2: Well, one, there's a difference between not being stressed and feeling peaceful and, like, God's peace. You figure that out by your own relationship with him anyways. But then after the peace, you get to, like, the logistical stuff, right? So, like, for example, let's say, like, Bernie and I didn't meet at church camp while we were, like, serving. Mm -hmm. We met, like, casually, like, at a friend's party. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was, like, we were vibing, like, oh, this feels cool. Like, I can be myself. He can be himself. Like, this is cool. Like, it's going on for a while. We're texting back and forth. And it gets to a point where it's, like, you have to have those conversations like what do you believe in where do you see yourself in five years like where like what do you like to do and even though a lot of people say like oh opposites attract opposite this and this and that like there has to be some kind of some kind of connection with the path that you both are on you know what i mean so like Mm -hmm. for example like honestly like we you could have been like exactly how you are right now the best funny and all this stuff. But if you didn't have the work ethic mm-hmm. that you do, like because of the way that God made me, we wouldn't have worked out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like I took time to get to know myself and know like myself like in a work environment with friends and all that stuff. Like I know that I like people that work hard, that like are focused, that are creative. And then I found out that you didn't like to do that, like we weren't going to mesh well, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Because then that yeah. causes problems on the road. Like if you mm-hmm. weren't creative and, and then we got moved moved into our apartment, or like the wedding planning, that would have yeah. been awful because you would have <laughs> yeah. been like late, and I would have been upset, and then we would yeah. have had a fallen out. So I think like after the piece, like the logistics come into play. So like, yeah. or and then even if the logistics are in place, then like seeing the real side of them is usually where like people either like it or don't, or like end yeah. up dating yeah. or breaking up because it's like okay you're cool we're both creative we both like to work hard you're a night owl but i'm a morning person but it works out but like how are you at home like how what are your yeah. family values um how do you load the dishwasher how do you well yes <laughs> <laughs> or like and then then like the weird conversations like are you saving yourself for marriage yeah. have you like is this Ooh, something, all right off mean? topic question
0: oh. so dating boundaries you voice your opinion saying hey uh well so you can pause, pause, voice, her opinion and convictions towards Brody. And then Brody then voiced his convictions towards pause, pause saying, hey, I think we should do this. I'm not comfortable with this. Da, 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 da. Did everything line up? Like, hey, everybody said their convictions and you're like, okay, cool. I feel the exact same way about everything. Or is there like some compromise or debate or arguing back and forth?
2: Um, Initial conversation, everything lined up. Later, Besides the big
0: thing, you can take off the big thing. Okay, hey, don't sex before marriage. You can okay. take off that. Yeah. The 99 other things. Oh, like,
2: what do you
0: mean? Yeah, hey, what does kissing look like? Is kissing? No, I don't need oh. detail. I don't <laughs> want details. No, 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 But just the actual conversation of saying, hey, I feel convicted about this.
2: Oh, so no, I... no, no, but about... you don't. Yeah.
0: Where's that compromise? Yeah. Whatever that this may be, I don't need details.
2: Okay. Yeah i feel like initially there was always like an easy like oh yeah definitely no to x y and z whatever we might be talking about even outside the like the big sex conversation but i think we had to figure that out as like our relationship progressed Mm -hmm. for example um obviously like when you're in a relationship and you're like attracted to the other person like you have to like you figure that out as you go but like there were moments where i was like hey brody like we can't be in a parking lot like alone like, yeah. we have or we can't Don't set be- yourself up further. exactly yeah. and so like there were times where brody would be like okay like perfectly fine or like we would have to like have conversations about like certain things as we went along but in the beginning but because of like the respect and love that we mm-hmm. had for each other it was never like a debate like well i want this or like this blah, blah, blah. yeah
1: yeah we never pushed each other to yeah for anything you know like i said it all came out of respect and in love um but the big thing of that is, is accountability with, yeah. with each other because there are times when, like, if I'm lower and pauses on a high, then she is holding me up and vice versa. you talking about spiritually? Spiritually, okay. physically, emotionally, even to the physical aspect Yeah, where I am sure. thinking how I shouldn't be thinking. and I'm like, oh, hey, baby. <laughs> and you're like, no, no, no. <laughs> and then the same thing, vice versa, you know? Um, so it's great to have that that accountability yeah, with you. Did other. you guys have that accountability within yourself, or more
0: of a community of people around you? It was within. Ourselves
2: it was well.
0: within ourselves. We yeah. didn't really trust our people around us. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, dating boundaries. Just check out our last podcast episode about dating <laughs> That's boundaries. Nice plug. That's plug Say it all
1: out the rip, <laughs> out the gate. First. All date.
0: the all the awkward conversations and yeah. the gray areas. We talked about it. Dating boundaries: physical, spiritual, and emotional. Go check it out. But last question here. What was the hardest part when you're either single like singles a pringle before y'all even started talking or you can talk about the dating whatever you want to choose the hardest part in either dating or when you were single what was the hardest part like the what hardest event just or the just hardest? just in general Like, hey this for me it was just straight up hard like communication being honest temptation uh oh. surrender okay singleness anything like that like hey this is one thing for me was hard either in dating or singleness?
1: Yeah, the hardest thing uh, for dating was like, once I stepped back, is realizing, oh man, this is the real deal. Like, if like, this is, Pods is gonna be my wife, and how can I make this process easy and not difficult? Because I knew that we were gonna be together, and I knew God put her in my life. So I was like, okay, now I have a choice. Do I want to be honest and communicate everything up front? Or do I want to put up a mask? Even though like the solution and the end game is the same, the process to get there is my choice. Whether it can be easy. So the biggest thing for me was just being honest.
2: Dating though, letting go of my past Mm. probably was the hardest thing. Um, Why
0: was it important to let go of your past?
2: um, Because then I would have been playing the comparison game for like the Mm. rest of my life. Like
0: past... Ex-boyfriends and not comparing the ex-boyfriends to Brody or you know, just passing general? Even
2: deeper, like comparing my um, Brody to like, even like my father, mm. if that makes sense. Like yeah. what I experienced through my stepdad or my biological dad. And then what I experienced through ex-boyfriends or friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, obviously, like those were the main men in my life. My dad, um, God, like uh, other exes or whatever, like just holding on to those images which aren't pretty like they weren't yeah. like amazing so it's not like I was comparing him to something great I was comparing him to stuff that hurt me and like thinking that he would be the same and I think yeah. I still honestly like struggle with that a lot um, and um but like even when we're dating not so much now but like when we we're dating it was a lot like i would be like well back then and then brody would be like you're not living there <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> you're living here so it's like yeah well, what's going on and i would just like compare him to like oh but like in the past like i got brokenhearted and brody would like call me out he would be like well why are you like putting me in these boxes you yeah. know but like that part so was now hard. how did
0: you get out of that bubble because i think that's a lot of very applicable yeah. today mm-hmm. like the guy will defend himself and say hey well i'm not you know your ex or i'm not your dad or whatever and the guy will defend themselves that statement yeah so how did you from the the female perspective get out of that oh snap you know birdie really isn't my ex type of thing how did you kind of get over that
2: um honestly it was just being like really honest with brody yeah um because it got to a point where like when he would do something that reminded me of like some whatever trigger oh yeah like it triggered like a memory from like my past relationship like i would automatically like he would know because he can like met like people can read your body language i would get stiff or mad or whatever for no reason yeah and i wouldn't explain why and yeah. then he would be confused and then i would be even more mad. so like i just had to legit it, it was like i it was like forced out of me like honesty yeah yeah what you just did reminded me of so and so and then he'd yeah. be like oh why is that? And then that would make me think of like, why is that? So that goes back and,
0: to communicating. You know? Yeah. Again, yeah. communicating. But yeah. like a
2: lot of people don't do that. That's like right. Like that's vulnerability to, to the mm-hmm. max. Like, yeah. like, w- like girls, like we hide that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and we just play the comparison game. So like to say like, I'm so like, You know, like, you you know, well, not even burden, but I was, like, embarrassed. Like, I don't want to, like, tell you that you remind me of this and that or, like, what you're doing. But you would never
0: be in the relationship. You would never be married if you never communicated that to begin with. Literally. Or you would never give him a chance if you kept comparing. Or if
2: if we
1: did get married, we would be uncovering a lot of dirt That would
2: be really
0: bad.
1: Because we're, I mean, like, we're committed
0: to marriage. So all the girls out there, if the guy says he's not that guy, then you should probably give him a chance because he really is not your ex.
2: Well, not only that, but, like reevaluate shape. yourself
0: yeah, yeah. reevaluate
2: <laughs> reevaluate yourself and think like why and well the, it goes back to your other question I'm not saying that you're not ready for a relationship but that just shows that like you need to work a little bit on that kind of stuff like oh, yeah. i do believe that you can go into a relationship and work on your trauma while you're in a relationship mm-hmm. if you communicate properly but if you can't even communicate like um hey, like, I'm still triggered by my past or I still think about this and this and that, then, like, you're low-key hurting, like, the other person because Mm -hmm. then the other person's just playing a guessing game, you know? So, like, if I wouldn't have communicated to Brody, like, hey, this is what I'm really going through, I really haven't, let go of these things, then he would be confused every time that I'm mad and he would just have to wait off, like, till I'm, like, chill Mm -hmm. and happy again. And then, let's say we get married and then all of a sudden it's this, like, explosion of things, of, like, Mm -hmm. you know... Um, So it's like, in those moments, I guess, like, even though you back to what we were talking about, you may feel peace, everything aligns. But like, there's hiccups like that. Those are the moments where God is like, I feel like God nudges you like, hey, like, realize Mm -hmm. what you're doing, like, realize that you're not really following what I'm asking you to do of letting go of the past and like not worrying about things and not being anxious, like, realize these things. That's why you're not feeling so good. And then you can move forward, if that makes sense. Yeah, so it's That's like good. everything like connects to like everything.
1: Everything That's goes good. back to God.
2: Yeah, everything. and like
0: everything, it's just it's crazy. Thank you for watching. Hopefully, you learned a little bit of something, maybe some advice with marriage, with dating, with singleness. Uh, Rewatch it a couple of times. Check out our past episode about physical boundaries when you're dating. Just mm-hmm. keep it healthy. Uh, appreciate Pa and Brody for coming on, giving us a little two month and two months into your marriage, uh, giving us some of that wisdom. So peace, <laughs> love, and happiness. Thank we you. Love you.
2: Bye.